You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. It is Tuesday, right? It is Tuesday, right? It sure is. Okay. So we are not even, what, two-fifths into the week before the weekend? Not even two-fifths into the year yet. Yeah, you're right. We're not. New year. Yeah, new year. And uh, it's been pretty much the same like last year. Yeah, so far so good. Got any uh, resolutions you're working on? Trying to get back into working out. Yeah. That's going to be my big thing. Yeah. It's time to get back to being fit. Yeah, I read somewhere that instead of creating goals like that, you should use numbers. So instead of, I want to work out more, you should say, I want to work out at least twice a week. Okay. So it gives you a set number of days. So it's like, it's easier to say, okay, I can work out two days a week. That's no problem. As opposed to, I just want to work out more. Well, it's happened. You've turned into NPR podcast host. (laughs) (laughs) This is Adam Goldman for NPR. You're listening to NPR. Brought to you by Audible. And asparagus water. (laughs) Only even yours at Whole Foods for $6. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you something. The review that we are going to do today, I think it's going to be a fun one. I'm very excited for it. I I am very excited (laughs) too. Are you ready for it? (laughs) (laughs) You ready for it? (laughs) I'm also a bit nervous because I really hope not only my wife... But your girlfriend doesn't hate me afterwards. <laughs> oh, uh-oh. Or am I going to give it a good review and they'll love me afterwards? Aw. Let's find out. Well, if I want to sleep in my bed tonight, this is getting a uh, own it. <laughs> <laughs> we are never, ever getting back together. I, I just kidding. I don't know. I feel like Carrie would go above that and make you sleep out on the patio. Probably. Yeah. I'd be shunned for the rest of my life. (laughs) Until she needs you to make a cup of coffee. Hey, I'm always happy to make coffee. Let Mm. me tell you what. Mm, And I do love me some coffee. And we Mm. do love coffee here on G4D. AKA Grounds for Discussion. A weekly music review talk podcast discussion with me adam and my beautiful host as well john oh, why thank you you're too kind adam yeah i really appreciate that so we're excited we're this is our second episode of 2019 yes sir already in full force hopefully some artists will be releasing some cool music soon if not i have no idea what we're going to talk about <laughs> the next couple of weeks might have to bring back a uh, coffee chat cafe or something we might we might have to. It really is just bone dry right now. Yeah. We got some exciting announcements though. It looks like St. Vincent is working with Sleater Kenny on a new album, so that'll yes. be pretty awesome and 
Love the Very photo they took together, to, too. To that. that was a pretty epic photo. Yeah. How about that Bonnaroo lineup? Yeah, that is something else. It's actually really good this year. What? What? Bonnaroo? Or am I thinking of Coachella? You're thinking Coachella, my friend. Oh, I am very sorry. Yeah, Bonnaroo. Coachella's got Aphex Twin and yes. Childish Gambino. Uh, Let's Eat Grandma, a band that you introduced me Sophie. to. Sophie. Sophie, yes. Yeah, Bonnaroo has Fish three times. Oh, wow. They're playing on, I think it's like a Saturday, and then they're playing Sunday for two sets. So if you miss them once, you get you can see them twice. And oh. I guess that's a thing. So... Uh, I never got into Fish. No, neither neither have I. Yeah, I, I, I think they're one it. of those bands that you have to see live, and they jam and change up styles, and it's like, eh, I right. get the appeal. I get the appeal. I feel like they're in that same line as Grateful Dead, right? Yeah, yeah, very similar influences. I feel like I did not know it was three times that they're going to be playing. Yeah, they're playing. They're playing on Friday, and then they're doing two sets on Sunday. No kidding. It's very. I don't know. It's very, there's like bands I would see normally like on Friday, for instance, Parquet Courts is playing, Ooh. Death Heaven is playing, mm-hmm. um, Girl Talk. No bad, kidding. He's back, huh? Yeah. Courtney Barnett. But headlining is Slange. Slange? Oh, um, Solange. Yeah, yeah Solange. Sister, yeah. Avett Brothers, Brockhampton, Grizz, R.L. Grime. Right? I don't know. Adam, I'm sorry. I have to interrupt there. You couldn't have sounded more unsure of how to say that name if you could try. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> Let's see here. Saturday, we got Post Malone, Odessa, Hoiser, oh, Casey Musgraves, The National, Lonely Island. Really? Sure. Okay. Yeah, why not? Yep, why not? Why not? If you haven't gotten enough of what's that song, I'm on a boat. There you go, folks. I'm sure they'll bring out someone and they'll cameo and oh you know, yeah, they have, have a to. great time. Ooh, Hippocampus is playing that day too. They're oh, no kidding. Band. Yeah. Hmm. So it's not all bad. No, it's not all bad. Well, why yeah. don't we go on to some better news then? Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, we are on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Music. You can subscribe to us, like us there. We are also on g40podcast.com, and starting in 2019, which is uh now. If you rate us on iTunes, we'll read your review on air and maybe even take a screenshot of it and post it on Twitter. I think that sounds pretty good, right? And make you internet famous. You're going to be so internet famous. So Thanks. we're Thanks looking us. We're looking at our uh, reviews here. Oh, look at this. There's someone. <laughs> what a great show. Coffee, music, podcast. Sign me up. And that was posted by me. We just recently... <laughs> I like how you. There was I mean, no shame. I mean, you know, no hiding that whatsoever. Hey, hey, if there's one thing, 2019 is the year of self promotion. So you're darn right. I'm gonna post about how awesome our podcast is. So, well, this one we don't know this gentleman. We At do least not. I don't think we do. I but don't. I like him already because he gave us a five star review. Trevor wrote the following: Love the discussions and atmosphere of the podcast. Very respectful with negative opinions. Excited for more episodes. Trevor, you're my new homeboy. Trevor titled his review, How Are You Guys Not Bigger? And I appreciate that, Trevor. Thank you. We appreciate you, buddy. Thank you for listening. Coffee cheers to Trevor. Coffee cheers to Trevor. Sorry, that was just getting all mixed up. Mm. Good stuff. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Cool. Good stuff. Yeah, and you know what also is good stuff? 
Netflix making money <laughs> because they sure did with their newest concert that they are streaming, which is Taylor Swift's Reputation Tour. So for those of you who don't know, Taylor Swift is a huge national, international pop star icon. Mm-hmm. She started playing very small shows, kind of more of a country kind of feel to her, a lot of acoustic. And through the years, she has experimented very much with her sound and style and recreating new pop music. Her, I think her the most stark change was when she came out with 1989. A lot of electronica elements on it, a lot of... Almost a city album. Yes, it's a great album. I'm not going to lie. I have it on vinyl. It sounds great. It is actually a great it's pop a album. Fun, it's a fun pop album. She it makes is. really good pop music and... I would agree with that. And her fans are eagerly waiting for what comes next. And I, I don't think, think she's the world. like the top artist that you and I listen to. But if she's on, we're not going to turn it off. No, she definitely knows how to write a good song. She does. Yeah. She does know how to write a strong chorus. There are sometimes these radio songs where I'm just kind of like the chorus is just so poor. Yeah. How, how do you mess that up? If there's one thing you need to nail, mm-hmm. it is the chorus. Yeah. And thankfully, she does a really good job with that. Yeah. But Netflix has released a concert video from the Reputation Tour. Her most recent album as well. Her most recent album, correct. So this was the last night of her tour. She played Texas for two nights, and this was the last night, all sold out. And yeah, let's jump in. What did you think of Taylor Swift's Reputation concert? So I knew that she was kind of getting to this point of being massive. I mean, she has just such a diehard fan base. Yes. My wife I'll get back and to that your later. girlfriend included. And I figured like, okay, this is going to be a big show. I did not know it was going to be this big. Yeah. So I know we talked about this a while ago last year, but I had the chance to see Beyonce and Jay-Z, which was insane in Mm. the production, the dancers, the instruments, the staging, the theming of everything. This was definitely on the same level as that. And the energy in that room is palpable. Like Taylor brought it. It's a two hour show. Uh, I assume it's either the whole show or they just didn't include the encore. Yeah, I think so. And like you said, it's the last night, sold out. Everybody in the audience is wearing these glow wristbands. She's got this elaborate stage, elaborate lighting. Lots of theming. Yeah. At one point, she like floats over like in this like kind of like, I don't know what you would call it. Like it looked kind of like a human-sized basket. (laughs) Yeah, and she was like traveling on it. Yeah. Yeah. And I figured that this would be a really solid – taping of a live performance yeah but i was really blown away at points by this i was too honestly now there are things that i don't like about this that aren't necessarily her fault or any of the people behind the show's fault but man this editor this editor just he i don't know he got this thing he got all this footage and he was just like cracks his fingers all right Let's have some fun. Just like, just imagine like this montage of him just like cutting up all this footage, wiping sweat off his brow, taking a shot of whiskey. (laughs) Like 
all that was going on because there are certain points where I'm like, dude, stay on a shot for more than a millisecond. Yeah, it was very cut, 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 cut. A lot of cuts. Yeah, like I want to be able to enjoy what I'm seeing because this is really shot very well. They've got good cameras behind it. Yeah, and, you know, doing this tour however many dates it was, I'm sure they had, okay, we're going to film it like this. I want this, you know, really mm. quick. But I feel like with the attention span of people and just the general concert thing, it's more about the aspects of it. So getting it from all angles, because there's a lot of going on and, you know, trying to get all those different angles was probably a big part of it. Another thing the editor really loved at one point early on, probably like in the second song, Taylor Swift does kind of like this look back thing and it's like in slow mo. And I was like, Oh, that's a nice touch. Yeah. I like that. Usually like slow mo could be one of those kind of things where it's either kind of, you know, just a bit of a gimmick and it's overused. Well, it's too weird much. too, because they're playing the song at one tempo and she slows down, she's slowing down in real time while the song's playing at the same speed. So it's kind of like, wait, what? And that was really cool seeing that. The first couple of times. <laughs> yeah, he definitely uh, used that one. Yeah, it, it was just kept on using it again and again and again. Yeah. It, 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 it was a bit much. Again, not a complaint to the show. So here's the thing. I wouldn't have paid money to see this show. But if somebody gave me a ticket, I would have gone. And having watched it for its two hours, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. I was never bored. No. It was, I was into it. It kept going and it was really good. I, I think just the when when I think of Taylor Swift, you know, as original, you know, you figure there's a country band with her, and now that she's experimenting this new style, she's more becoming like a pop icon. Yeah, and she's able to play these bigger venues with more stage equipment and more things. So it's interesting to see how she's like trying to brand herself mm -hmm. and like trying to become like this mega pop icon. The best comparison that I can give to this album, and I've actually listened to it a lot lately because my my little daughter is actually into it. We got a Aww. we got a we got an uh, Amazon Echo, and she that's one of the albums that we play again and again because it's got a lot of like dance beats that she can you know move to, and it's it's really cute. But anyway, you know, every time you put on Boards of Canada, she just passes out. Or something <laughs> like that. that that's later on down. The oh, okay, right? okay, I got you, I got you. <laughs> I'm working my way up. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that she grew up with jazz, I think, is a good start, right? Mm, yeah. So, From you know. jazz to Taylor Swift to Boards of Canada. There, there the you full go. Full spectrum. That, that, that's how you raise your children. There you go. <laughs> so, anyway, yeah, it's it's been an album that I've heard kind of front to back again and again. And the best thing that I can kind of equate it to, and I don't know if you would agree with me here, is that it's almost like her version of Michael Jackson's Bad. Hmm. Kind of branching out her image, kind of getting a little bit tougher in her image too. Yeah, as well. she definitely is is holding no grudges anymore, and she's no. kind of like, okay, stop picking on me. I don't care what you think of me. I'm gonna do what I do, and here it is. And it's so like there's a lot of um, motifs of snakes in there, kind of just embracing that. Like a lot of people think of her as a snake. Yeah, the giant snake head that pops up eventually. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What?" Yeah, That's that was that, that was ridiculous. That was, that was something else. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, I I was thoroughly entertained, and I wasn't sure what to expect. I'm not really a concert film type of guy. Yeah, it depends on the band and the concert and what's going on. I think one of the really coolest things about it that I really liked was, you know, it kind of started off. It's broken out into technically like four or five acts, essentially breaking up the songs. So I thought it was really cool. It started with her new stuff, like a lot of the new stuff. And then when she introduced 
she introduced all her singers like first, which was really cool because mm-hmm. it was like, okay, cool. You're giving a personality and very good mix of people too. It wasn't just, you know, a bunch of white people on stage. There was a good diverse group of people, which I really liked too. And you know what? It's interesting that you bring up that they weren't only just diverse in you know, the color of their skin, but you know, there were some thicker girls. There were some skinny girls. There yeah, was there was girl. all types of people yeah. being represented. So good job, Taylor, on that. Yeah. And then it was really cool how, like, she went from, you know, kind of like her new stuff and it transitioned to the old stuff. And the band came out while she was introducing them. So, yes. like, they did Love Story, which is, there's not a lot of electronic elements to that, obviously. But mm. she introduced a guitar player and the bass player and the drummer. And I thought that was really cool. And it was amazing to watch, you know... I'm sure someone playing guitar, their dream isn't to be playing pop songs with Taylor Swift. It could be, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, you want to rock and make lots of money and do all mm. this kind of, st- you know, I mean, not saying that all rock stars, but like, no, I get, I get what you're saying, but they were so into it. They were, and they were like yelling at the audience with them. And I just love that engagement. And I, I thought that I was agree. really cool to see that. Like she was there for her fans Mm-hmm. Like it was totally for them and every, everyone knew all the words they were screaming them out and they were just a vehicle to, for entertainment. I liked the moments where she kind of relished and took in all the fans. Yeah. Because she did a lot of that. And I didn't know this was still a thing. I thought this kind of stuff stopped with the Beatles, but there are fans that are like sobbing and crying, just like bawling and stuff like that. Yes. As she's up there. A lot of people know. look up to her. Yeah. And like, I knew that there were people who were crazy, diehard fans of her, but they went all out. At one point, she stopped um, during the show to kind of talk to them and was basically saying, oh, you know, I noticed that a lot of you have costumes, you have lyrics written in your arm, and it's really cool that she called that out. Now, of course, there are some points where she stopped the show, and it's like, now we're going to talk about, you know, people and relationships, and all right, I know this is where Cynical John comes out. <laughs> But like, you know, that whole thing of like, I want to make sure you all had wristbands so I could see each and every single one of you in the audience. It's like, all right, sure, sure. It, it's a cool effect, though, you know, when everyone's oh, it wearing is. it, like, you know, it's a it good. Is. I, I'm not denying that, but I mean, it. hey, when you are playing in a stage of how many people you think that place holds, at least what 30,000 people yeah your goal is no matter where you're playing in a small intimate venue or a large venue your goal is to make sure you make every person feel like they are there and you're focusing on them so she did a good job of doing that I feel like acknowledging Mm -hmm. the fans I think talking to them too it's not like she had an agenda just to play the songs and get out you know what I mean no I like she stopped a little bit she did like an acoustic song for one of the things like she was very interactive in that regard. I'm just never a fan of and it's not just anything against her when bands like pull at that like all right now we're going to you know get all reflective and emotional and you know talk about this like deeper meaning behind the show and just mm. it's kind of like the equivalent of when I saw Roger Waters like he stopped at one point during his show to just go off on a whole political rant and it was just kind of like, all right, just shut up and play the hits, man. <laughs> like you're going on for like five yeah, but minutes that, about but, this. But if you go, but would you, there's a difference between going to see Roger Waters and going to see Taylor Swift in some regards. Like that's true. When you see Roger Waters, you know he's going to get into all of that probably, and it it's part of the show. It's part of the experience. That's fair. Know? And I totally get that that kind of stuff is not aimed at me. I'm just kind of just 
saying yeah. it for what it is. I'm just never a fan, and it's nothing against Taylor specifically. I'm just never a fan when an artist gets like all, you know, it, it to me it just sounds like fake. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, it I'm sure she said the same thing over and over every night. Sure. But if you really think about it, like how many people are involved in these things, how many hours they train, the choreography, like just to sit back and say Oh my god, like this is incredible. How am I here? Like that part at the end I really enjoyed where she thanked everybody and thanked everybody, you know. Yeah, she thanked like her crew. Show. That was great. It's more the like, you know, you ever feel like sometimes you meet these people and you can trust them right off the bat. And you know, just like Well, that that that's the part of Taylor though. That's her that's her MO. That's I'm I'm the innocent girl and I always just get heartbroken and you know, that that's her that's her character. I guess you're right. And again, I get it. It's not aimed at me. It's just like, you know, it just, I could have done without that. Yeah. Personally. It's, it's not enough to be like, oh, how could she? Or, but she doesn't you know, really do it that much. There's that. only like one part when she's behind the piano. Yes, and you're right. Talks you're about right. That, so. You're right. There, there, it's only one segment. I don't mean to, I don't mean to belabor it. It just stuck out to me because it's like, this is the only point where it felt like it dragged. And, mm. that, and, and that's pretty much what I'm saying. Okay. If, if you're there, that's one thing. But watching it in a show, it's just kind of like, all right, come on, let's let's speed this along here. Yeah. It it kind of slowed down the energy for me. Mm. Now the other thing that I have to say, full props to her. At one point, she mentions that she's recovering from a cold. <laughs> Even has, I guess, one of her backup dancers come up and give her a tissue. Yeah, that was crazy. <laughs> Man, go go Taylor. Like I never pictured her as a dancer either and she was moving and grooving and yeah. singing and wardrobe changes like that was super impressive all while recovering from being sick that is amazing and i definitely appreciate it you know she's gonna have the backup singers and the the um what's that track backing track yeah backing there's vocals. a lot of backing tracks but yeah especially towards the end but that's understandable she's already been performing for like an hour you know like right and a lot of the songs use those overdubs anyway so it's just like yeah to yeah. not have them it's fine the, the, the there's so much going on was too she wasn't lip syncing right and so. i don't think she's the kind of artist that would want to do that no and thankfully that's not the case there were some points where i actually enjoyed some of the songs better live uh was it bad blood i think maybe like yeah bad blood great was great live. guitar riff during the um chorus i thought yeah. that was a nice little touch i like style too yeah style yeah, yeah style live. was really good i i really thought like there really wasn't a bad performance at all. Yeah, not at all. And, you know, unfortunately, if if the editor just wasn't so trigger happy at some points, I would have enjoyed watching some of it more. Mm-hmm. But it was like one of those kind of things where it's just like, all right, I'm getting a little bit of a headache. Yeah. Because quick cuts and stuff like that in a movie are fine, but you got quick cuts on a concert film and all these lighting effects and strobe lights and different angles and all that kind of stuff. It's like they knew what was coming and so they were trying to film it as best as they could so you could kind of see everything. But it just kind of created this mess of like editing. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I think I'm going to kind of get into my final thoughts here. Yeah, we can jump I think I've pretty much uh, covered everything here. So... I know it might sound weird to some people who are listening to this to have me give this a higher rating than Bruce Springsteen's show, but I'm I'm really just talking about it from a watching at home, watching it on Netflix kind of value, and you know I'm just really grading it, you know, for completely different reasons. Those are completely different shows, 
please don't hate us, Bruce Springsteen fans. Kyle, I know we're going to be recording with you soon. Please don't hold it against me that I'm giving Taylor Swift shows a higher rating. Um, really, this this concert gave me a higher respect for. I, I've always liked Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not going to sit here and say like I'm a mega fan or anything like that. But out of the pop stars out there, I like her. I think 1989 is a genuinely great album. I've actually really kind of gotten more into Reputation. been listening to it all the time now. So yeah. I better start enjoying it. And... I think there's a lot to appreciate here. I do think you're right. She definitely loves her fans and definitely, you know, acknowledges them quite a lot in the show. I think she does a great job of providing a lot of energy. And if I may get crass very, very quickly here, I'm not, I'm not going to get too bad with it. I've never really thought of Taylor Swift as attractive until I saw this. When she <laughs> came out wearing that black sequin or whatever um, outfit with the dark lipstick. I don't know, man. I was just like, whoa. Like, <laughs> do you it's agree? A, it's a very different look. It, you know, she's trying different things and stuff. So, oh, you're, you're, you're trying to be so modest here. I, hey, Once man. we get off the mic here, folks, Adam's going to be like, yeah, mm-hmm. man, she was hot. Oh, yeah, you know me. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, she was really, like, really good looking. No, she definitely. That, that, that's all. She played, yeah. That's all. I'm not going to get bad with it. All right. All right. We, we, this, this is a family podcast. I'm family not getting raunchy with it. I'm just saying. I was like, wow. I, you know, I never really thought of her as attractive until until then. That's all. All right. That's all. Fair enough. That, is that okay? Yeah. Can I, can I say that? That's, you're good. There's not going to be bad blood? Hey. <laughs> Sorry. I couldn't resist a pun there. But yeah. No. no. I was just kind of like, I'm digging this look. I'm really, really digging it. And yeah. Full marks to her for what she not only brings from a performance perspective but from all the people that she surrounds herself with i mean they definitely brought it for this final show and to overcome being sick is just all the more impressive so ultimately for me i i don't have too many complaints against the performance itself yes this isn't my usual music yes i'd much rather listen to boards of canada over taylor swift anybody who knows me knows that but i'm going to be fair here and i think that this deserves a buy it Ooh, what's what would that be on netflix and okay so right now it's just streaming but if it comes out on physical format definitely buy it okay that's pretty much what i'm going with here yeah so i know my sister has seen taylor swift before i know a couple friends have seen her before one of my friends actually got carry a shirt which i thank you maddie for that and they've always said it's incredible and it's definitely go see. And I never understood really why until I saw this concert and Mm -hmm. she is there for her fans. If there's one thing that you can take away from it is she is there to please. Like everyone is so into it and it's amazing how into it and she is. So watching it from like an entertainment performance perspective is insane to me. Like, it, it was just crazy. Like, I would not know what to do if I was in her shoes. Like, just people, like, screaming all my lyrics back to me and just, like, like she she owns it. And I think that was the coolest part of it. And just how the band and her performers were there to make a great show happen. And you can see it on their faces and their smiles and their enthusiasm for it. So I think that was the coolest part of the whole thing to me. I kicked up my soundbar for this one. The sound, I don't know, we didn't really talk about the music itself, but the sound was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Especially when I cranked up the soundbar, the basses and stuff. The doom, doom. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They, they, they did a good job with the uh, production 
not only just from a visual standpoint, from an but from an audio standpoint. Yeah. So, if you are a Taylor Swift fan, definitely watch this. You're gonna love it. If you're a fan of live music and just want to see something really cool and different and fun to watch, I highly recommend it too. And yeah, I don't really have much negative things to say about this. There's no bad blood here. <laughs> so I, yeah, I would definitely own this. Okay. Yeah. All right. One day, <laughs> well, we might have to do this on a separate podcast, but when the police went on their reunion tour, they made like a live DVD and they have a, like a behind the scenes, mm-hmm. like documentary, like a 40 minute documentary. We might need to watch that and review it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'd be say, down for let me, it. Let me say Sting is a fan of a certain word. <laughs> oh boy. They Ooh, love boy. that word. Yeah, they do. You, you know, I'm, you kind of, you're kind of getting me in trouble here, Adam. You gave it a higher rating than I did. Same sameish rating, right? Buy it. Well, buy it then own it is above it, so it's still above it. You're 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 making me look bad, buddy. No, stop. <laughs> stop. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I I think we. I, I was surprised. I, yeah, I, I was generally surprised it. too. I genuinely liked it. Yeah. Um, it's m- and like I know we don't want to compare it to the Bruce Springsteen special, but you know they're both musical things that are on Netflix to watch. Both extremely different shows and both good in their own rights, but for different reasons. Yeah, I on, honestly, I think both of them are worth checking out. Yeah, I think they are. And I think this is an interesting trend that's starting to happen with Netflix and picking up more of these musical limited production things and bringing them to Netflix. So I think that's pretty cool. And I'm excited to see what else they could possibly potentially get. And let's hope they drop something between now and Thursday. Otherwise, we have nothing to talk about on Thursday. <laughs> we'll figure out something. Yeah, we'll we'll figure out something. Yeah. I, I can't believe Carrie has not seen Taylor Swift live. My my wife Caitlin has. And I feel like Carrie has at some point. Yeah, I feel like she has. My wife saw her prior to I think nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, Rachel did. My sister did too. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, probably much different. Yeah, like, Rachel's much younger. And then I think this was the second highest grossing live show. I think Beyonce and Jay-Z was before that, I think. I'm sure. Yeah. That was, in, that was insane to watch. Let, let, let us know if we're wrong about that audience. I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure I read that correctly. Maybe uh, our boy Trevor will correct us. Trevor. What up, Trevor? Five stars. Yeah. My man. My Trevor. man. <laughs> My man. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm excited to review whatever it is that's going to be on the 25th. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, we we always do. Yeah. Either way, there's some fun stuff up ahead. I think we're going to be reviewing James Blake's newest album yes. sooner rather than later. Oh, you know what? Is Uh-oh. it next week? Your eyes lit up there. What next do you got week, for me? We are go- John and I are going to go see No Name at hmm. the Beecham next week. Yes, sir. We have a lot of concerts that we are going to next year, so we're going to talk about them and review them. But oh, yeah, I can't wait. Uh, she just played on, was it Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. Yeah. So if it's anything like that, I'm very excited for what we're going to get here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so pumped, man. Yeah, it's going to be great. So pumped. Yeah. That's that's going to be a show that I think is going to be really quality. And then after that, we got Nico Case. Yeah. Oh, and then after Nico Case, I'm going to get tickets for John Mouse. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he's coming on the 15th to the social. And then we have Car Seat Headrest on February 22nd, and then Kurt Vile on March 20th, March 12th. So I'm going Orlando. to- Orlando. 
I need to rent a like like a little area by the beach because that's where I'll be the next like month. <laughs> Orlando, you're crushing it with these shows. Keep it up. I know. Yeah, and if you see John and I there, come say hi. Yeah. You know, bite. Wait, we we don't. I mean, I thought that's what you were supposed to do. Yes. Hi, fans. <laughs> <Just laughs> yeah. Eat them. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. That's, yes. That's how it works. Okay, we'll do that next. Okay. Time. All right. Cool. So come say hi to us. We will bite you. <laughs> <laughs> anyways uh th- th- this is fun buddy this yeah. was this was a, another good episode of g4d aka grounds for discussion. discussion and don't forget to comment like rate subscribe to us we're on itunes stitcher google music and our website g4d podcast.com be cool like trevor yeah bye thanks for listening to this week's episode of g4d grounds for discussion with adam and john Stay up to date on future episodes and all our caffeine-induced antics on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the username G4D underscore podcast. Drop us a line at G4Dpodcast at gmail.com if you have any music suggestions, general questions, or business inquiries. You can find our podcast on iTunes, and John and I would super appreciate if you rated and subscribed to our show. May your cup and heart always be full of coffee, good music, and cliche motivational ending sentences. Thanks.